0: You're listening to Hump Day News and Rumors on Mousecapades Radio. Get ready for something majestic. The following is an original production of the Mousecapades Radio Network.
1: Now, from the Mousecapades Studios, here are your hosts...
0: day, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Stephanie, Samantha, and Sarah. We hope that you're all staying safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 854, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mouse Capades and More podcast.
2: Just a friendly reminder that those of us on the Capades and More podcast work for the Your Story Travel Company. So, if you're looking to book a trip, we would be glad to help. You could text Vicki, Samantha, or myself, Stephanie, at 636-373 34497 and we would be happy to get with you to design a magical vacation. A small refundable deposit of $200
0: will hold your resort and ticket package, so contact one of us today. So, we've all been waiting for this since the pandemic, so many things. And you'd think the pandemic was 3 years ago that we would be far past all of this stuff, but slowly but surely they were been returning things to the parks. Um they did bring the trams back in the parking lot. The parking lots are huge. Depending on where your car is, it could be as long as the walk in the park (laughs) is in the parking lot. But they brought the trams back at Magic Kingdom, and they brought them back at Animal Kingdom, but they still do not have them at Hollywood Studios or Epcot. But this week, guests saw the trams running, and Disney has still not given us an exact date, but that they will be returning soon. And the fact that they're practicing makes me think it's sooner than later. So good news there if you're going to park your car at the parking lots. Me personally, I like to take the driving, let them drive the whole time I'm there. I want a tram to come to Disneyland just saying, <laughs> "Oh,
3: you
2: sure did." The monorail being down was definitely sad. I mean, it, it's not as necessary as it is in uh, Disney World, but it was still a bummer. So I have a say it isn't so for us say it Disneyland parks closed early due to Hurricane Hillary on Sunday. Disney had anticipated the storms could be dangerous for guests and cast members. So Disneyland Hotel, Disneyland Grand California and Paradise Pier Hotel decided that they would remain open for their guests. Disney was planning to be open on Monday. Disneyland Resort saw a record-breaking low crowd on Sunday as locals and tourists hunkered down for the storm. Not all of the guests were concerned so much about the weather, and a TikToker shared a video of police and Disney security trying to apprehend a likely i mean clearly she must have been doing something a drunken woman at downtown disney the woman was screaming and trying to wiggle loose she was laying down to avoid the police officers trying to handcuff her and in that short video guests um, who were passing by Uh, were just kind of gawking at the scene and watching as it was all going down. Uh, The TikTok user gave no context to the Disneyland arrest, only writing people getting arrested at Disneyland. What's going on? That was about it. So I'm guessing instead of worrying about a storm, she was calming herself down a different way. (laughs) Liquid courage.
0: She had the same stuff you guys did when you rode um, Smuggler's Run. (laughs)
1: It
2: was a strong drink. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But we also didn't fight any police officers, so... This is true. Mm, not, not your
3: best idea, lady.
2: <laughs>
3: Hurricane Hillary is the first tropical storm to hit California in over 80 years. This storm was expected to last about 48 hours. This storm was expected to hit Bahia Tortugas before making its way north with winds of up to 100 miles per hour. Disneyland wasn't the only amusement park that was affected by this storm. These parks are Universal Studios Hollywood, Six Flags Magic Mountain, SeaWorld San Diego, and Knott's Berry Farm. More than 1,000 flights within, into, or out of the U.S. had to be canceled Sunday, and more than 3,600 have been delayed. The three most impacted airports are all in Hillary's range. Harry Reid International Airport in Nevada, San Diego International Airport, and Phoenix Sky Harbor International Airport. More than 9 million people were under a flood warning on Sunday. In Palmdale, California, about 50 miles out of Los Angeles, officials had to clear a mudslide from the highway. We want to send our prayers and well wishes out for those that were affected by Hurricane Hillary.
2: I didn't realize that they don't get these kind of hurricanes.
0: No, well, not like Florida. Right. Because when I read read the headline, I was like, is this California? Wait a minute. <laughs> I thought maybe somebody misprinted because we hear it all the time at Disney World. I mean, I shouldn't say all the time, but more frequently than 50, uh, 80 years ago.
2: I mean, I just assumed, yes, they don't get as many, but I didn't realize it was like it hasn't had it since 80 years. I thought maybe once every 10 years, but yeah.
1: My hurricane tropical storm advice is to buy a puzzle to do. <laughs> when you can't go outside for like a few days. For how many days, Sarah? A few days. Oh, okay. Hurricanes just move so slow and dump so much rain that you need something to keep busy. And if the power goes out, puzzles are a
3: good option. We always lose power here when we get
1: them. So you get them
3: there too. Okay. Yeah, we like, I mean, I've grown up outside of Philadelphia. So for us, I, I did not have that. You know, we've really, we had blizzards and stuff. Um, it was a couple of years ago with Irene and Sandy, when they hit, then we, we were affected. We had, I think both storms, we lost power five days each, really big damage. And I'm not far from the Jersey shore that got hit really bad. So, I mean, it's, we're kind of now when they come used to it, it's just kind of like, okay, hunker down, you get ready. Now we live, we joke in tornado alley. Because we're under tornado warnings a lot here now. Oh, no. Where are you from, Samantha? I'm right outside Philadelphia. Oh. Yeah, so it's a little weird to be seeing, you know, tornadoes in Pennsylvania. But, yeah, so I'm super close to Jersey. I'm like 10 minutes from New Jersey. But you guys didn't used to get tornadoes? Nope. I mean, we've always been Tornado Alley. Missouri gets them. So my son Chase is, what, two and a half, and... We've had three warnings since he's been born. We had one about two weeks ago, like basically showing coming right near us that we had him in the tub getting ready to like, just in case, and then it disappeared. But yeah, we've had some pretty close to us now. Mm-mm. Hmm. We just didn't get any snow this year. Nothing. We know that feeling. We got not. Na- it was weird. It was very weird to have not. Na- My son, has no. he doesn't have any memory of snow. Well, We,
0: we had lots of snow here growing up when I was a kid, but we still went to school. Now, if we do get any snow, we the whole world shuts down. And I'm like, where? what is going on?
2: That was us too. Which we all know I'm okay with those snow days.
0: I was going to say, Steph just stays home. I do. I do not drive in it. Oh, I don't blame you. I'm just saying. Now it's more ice days than it is snow days. When I was a junior in high school, it snowed um, New Year's Eve going into New Year's Day. And It wasn't predicted, and there was like a foot of snow on the ground, and I called up to see if we were still open, and they're like, yes, we're still open at Kmart, and I was like, well, I'll be there when I can, but this was not something on the radar. I mean, radar's much better now, but yeah, it was crazy.
1: I don't know. We get, I don't know, North Carolina's just weird. We get hurricanes, tornadoes, snowstorms, rainstorms. It, yeah. It just depends.
0: Yeah. I do remember that. Cuz I remember <laughs> the first time that when we lived there and they shut down for a hurricane, I'm like, we're shutting down for rain? What? Cuz I thought like we were I felt like we were far enough inland, but apparently we were not.
1: When I was little, Hugo came through Charlotte and came through as a category 3 through Charlotte. Oh wow. Yeah. Wow. And um it came they thought it was going to stay off the coast and it came right up through the middle of South Carolina and Charlotte's just all trees, so it it, it, power and the trees were all down. It was crazy. Um, And then around that same time, I think, Fran hit the coast really bad. And, you know, hurricanes are huge. When a hurricane hits the coast, the whole state is affected. Right. And um, it just destroyed the coast. It wiped out the Outer Banks. It destroyed all the homes on Topsail there wasn't a single one left standing.
2: That's so sad. Anyways, we got off topic, huh? (laughs) Yeah.
1: So A couple of weeks ago, we, we talked about the live action Snow White on the podcast. And since then, there has been some extreme backlash, both in the United States and internationally. Cancel culture refers to the effective boycotting of material that changes traditional media. It's a classic argument of free speech versus changes in culture that mean tweaks to the narrative. So, for example, changing the race of Snow White and making the seven dwarves, quote, magical creatures. The phenomenon of cancel culture became popular largely thanks to social media, quickly becoming a way for public shaming any political science deviation or public figure who was taking heat for the day. Many believe it's killing Disney since the actress that was supposed to play the real-life Snow White spoke about what version she would be playing, Disney fans from everywhere have been sending in comments begging Disney not to make the movie. What do you all think? I mean, I'm I I don't like when Disney remakes movies, but they haven't had a lot of success with their new stuff either. So I I don't know. They need a breath of fresh air, and my I I just don't know. So I didn't
0: know really anything about this actress until this whole, I mean, I knew who she was. Like, I know that she did West side story and I know something else that she did. It went, it's out of my head right this second. But anyway, she's very mouthy for somebody who's a newer actress. Like, Mm. it's not like we're talking about uh, Zendaya or somebody that's been around for a while. Not that I expect her to do that either. I just think it was very bold of her to make a comment. And, This is being talked about, at least at our house, and um, there are a couple people at church that keep stopping and they're like, can you believe this? And I'm just like, one of the girls, she just gets really caught up, and then she goes down a rabbit hole. And she read an article this week, apparently, from uh, somebody that was alive when the original Snow White uh, went to the movie theater, and they went to see it with somebody that was on the team that helped create it. And he was devastated that they would think to do something like this. So
3: this makes me sad. Yeah. I'm, I'm
0: looking
1: at an article now.
0: Matt seems to think, um, I don't even know how I got on that conversation with Matt, but I think Matt said something like it was going to get canned. He thought it was going to get
3: canned. You know, they've done Cinderella. They've done beauty and the beast. They didn't really deviate too much from the original. I liked them. I just would like maybe some newer ones. But this one, like Snow White, she's my favorite, always has been. It was my childhood nickname. So I was very excited to see they were going to do this. But now kind of seeing things that are coming out about it, it's just I don't, what was so wrong with it. If it was so wrong with the original, then make a completely new movie then. Right. And that's what Kaylee said. I, if I go see Snow White, I want to see you know, at least some similarities to the original. If you want to, you know, maybe add some stuff in because they did that. I remember with Beauty and the Beast, they kind of gave a little more backstory with Belle. But with this, like I saw a quote that, you know, the the girl, Rachel, who was playing Snow White was saying that the prince was like stalker right. type apparently and they might not even have a minute. it. Right. So, <laughs> I, I just, I don't know. It's kind of like, are you sure you're making Snow White? at this point and what's wrong with falling in
0: love right you know uh... kaylee found this tiktoker that was like she totally ripped on this this girl and the interesting part is there the girl that did the the tiktok and rachel i can't remember her last name but she was ripping on everything and they she went through every princess don't tell me this about the princess because she like cinderella she wasn't looking for a prince. She was doing what she thought her daddy would want her to do, take care of her stepmother, regardless of how her stepmother treated her. And just she went on and on and on. And it was very interesting. Like the girl had thought it out. Cause sometimes I think they just get on those TikToks and they just go cuckoo. This girl had genuinely thought out each thing and was upset for the public. So what I was gonna say is what is it? Um Enchanted. Enchanted was a whole new I mean Yes, yeah. it had portions that were like a Disney movie, but it wasn't the Disney movie. So just, yeah, make a different That movie's fantastic. Yeah. I love that movie.
3: And that was great because it was a new story. And you saw some characteristics of other, you know, princess movies that you could, but it was its own. It had its own music. And mm-hmm. this just seems like it's going to crash and burn. Well, because you're making too many people upset. But why so much talk so soon? My movie's, what, next year coming out? Yeah. And it's not off to a good start. <laughs> yeah. I don't even think they're done filming.
2: Part of me is like, are you talking about things sooner because your movies have been doing so poorly that you're trying to give it that much buildup? Or are you like you talking about it this soon, is that actually going to do the opposite and just sabotage it? Are you just trying to get attention? Like, are you just trying to stir the pot by saying things that, you know, are going to make people upset? And I don't know. I just don't understand why, like, there's nothing wrong with wanting to watch a movie. Even if you want to be a girl boss, like she says, like, fine, that's awesome. Good for you. But like, You can also want to be a girl boss and want to see a movie where there's just a happy little love story and Mm -hmm. you're just feeling butterflies and all excited for it. Like you can still have both of those things. And sometimes people just want to go to the movie and sit and watch that, a story that's familiar and that they know. And so I don't know why Disney continues to do that and ruffle feathers because you would think they would know that that's how some people feel
3: especially when we grew up with these movies yeah so it brings us back to our childhood kind of of you know sitting there and watching them and you know i know for me i mean my daughter's only you know nine months but when she's older and i want her to show her these i want to be able that i can sit there and still remember that time as a child right and that excitement that i had like you know when the little mermaid just came out i haven't seen the new one yet i want to i'm just i'm waiting for it to come on disney plus but when i watched you know some clips and stuff I still see, you know, throwbacks to the original. And I, you know, there was a lot of controversy with that one, but they weren't making her out like everything was so wrong in the original. They weren't changing the storyline. Yeah. Yeah. And so with Snow White, it's just like, and she's the first Disney princess to like touch that and then to try to make it seem like it's just so bad. I don't, I don't, as the actors, why, do, why would you participate in this movie then if you think it's just, such a horrible story. Right. I know if I was an actor, I'd be like, oh, I don't want to do that. That's just, you know, I don't believe in, or I don't agree with everything.
0: Sarah, you saw that movie, right? You're the only one of us. Little Mermaid. I mean, the live action. Didn't you tell us you really liked it?
1: Yes. I went into it with um, low expectations and I came out really liking it. Good. Um, I only had a couple disappointments, but I think that the changes that they did make made sense for taking something from animation to live action.
0: And that's another thing that they commented on was comparing those two movies, is Holly Bailey, from the very start, people were just bombarding her and not wanting her to play that part. But she was so gracious and said that she hoped that she could do the job that Disney wanted her to do for that movie. But this girl seems to think like she's the answer to everybody's prayers by being in this movie. So we shall see she could end her career quickly. Oh my goodness. So losing a child can be a nightmare for any of us. um, and hopefully we don't do that. But we want to prepare parents in case this happens. uh apparently more and more kids. Well, I think we talked about this, um, I don't know how many weeks ago when there was a kid and the parents, or maybe it was Brad and Matt that talked about it while we were out stuff. Yeah. It happened at Disneyland where these parents told their kids to wait outside a ride for them, but then they went to California adventure and forgot that they'd left them at Disneyland. Oh, no. Yeah. It wasn't on that show. I would have been ripping those people. one. Well, they, those two, they had a good time, um, but they got and counted their tickets. And that's when they realized that they didn't have all their kids because they had more than tickets than they did people. So the cast member had to walk, but apparently that's happening a lot at Disneyland now. Um, which is what they, the whole story that those two were talking about. And Matt's just like, we've gone off the edge. We I mean, were just like, here, Johnny, you sit here with this box of popcorn and mommy and daddy will be back in two hours when they ride all the rides they want to ride. Oh my gosh. So I will read the article rather than <laughs> be on my soapbox. So if traveling in a group to Walt Disney World, make sure you have a clear muster point or make a point that. If you get separated from each other, this is where you let your kids know what that is so that you understand that Walt Disney World resorts are big. And especially Walt Disney World, if this is going on at Disneyland, I can't even imagine what's going on at, well, we do know. Sneaking babies in or sneaking sneaking toddlers into baby strollers and all kinds of things. Ensure that kids know when to hold hands, to stay at your side and to listen to you before the trip. And as soon as you arrive at the park. Take pictures, and there's two purposes for this. This came from the security. You want to preserve your Disney Park memory, of course, but you have immediate access to an image of what your child looked like on that day in case they get separated from you, which I never even thought about doing, but it's smart. So planning is good, and the Walt Disney Company has a lot of measures in place to protect kids, but ultimately it is up to the parents to act immediately upon noticing that your child's missing in the Disney Park. And honestly, people, please... Don't go ride rides without your kids. They have rider swap. Right.
2: So here's what you do. You notify a Disney cast member. Right. Away, because they are of course trained to help in these types of situations. They're going to follow protocols. Um, they could use that picture that you took to um help guide them to find your child by trying to identify what they're wearing. Is all of those things definitely help? From temporary phones to watches with tracking devices, there are other ways as well to track a lost child. A lot of people have been putting like air tags and things on their kids as well. Make sure that you remain vigilant. This is the only way to navigate Walt Disney World. So yes, there's lots of different cast members, um, but guess what? It's really not (laughs) their fault. This is on you. You are the parent. It is not their job to keep track of your child. It is you. Whether you are traveling in the United States or abroad, knowing your child and planning accordingly is the best way to offer protection through preventing. Hopefully, following these steps is going to help you prepare in case your child would get separated from you. Um, My children are younger. So another thing that we do, because like Teddy hasn't memorized his phone number yet. So he wears a bracelet that just like a little beaded bracelet and it's got his phone number on it. So if he were to get lost. Um, the very first, instead of saying I'm lost and somebody's walking him around trying to find somebody, he can say, call my mom and point to it. And he knows to do that. Um, and then I can very quickly hopefully find him without him being passed from person to person to person. I feel like the more people you get passed to, the more likely something shady could happen. So um, that's just another thing. But like I said, people are putting AirPods and things like Air tags on their kids not airpods air tags on their kids and different things like that to try and help with keeping them nearby
0: Uh, we know accidents happen we're not being accusatory but when we read these extreme stories i think that they draw our attention to that
2: just some little tips you know like things that you can do because yeah an accident can happen but the the tip of like taking a picture of your kid first thing in the morning so you have their outfit a picture of them in their outfit that stuff can help someone told us
0: was that when we were in Disneyland stuff? It reminded me of Sarah because Sarah's kids swim and you guys have to write stuff on their arms and stuff, right? Yeah. So someone was telling me that they write their phone number on their child's arm. It might've been somebody at church. There's tattoos too. You can do a temporary tattoo. And then she wrote, writes their phone number on their chest. For some reason they would get separated and this got smeared. Maybe it wouldn't be a smeared there. And the child knew that his phone number was on his body. And I do, I'm very sad that it were to that point in this world. But at the same time, our kids are our our greatest possessions and we don't want to lose them. So please listen to what we're saying.
3: It's scary going with little ones. You know, I went, Chase was 17 months his first trip. So I made sure he, you know, was in brighter clothing. I do that too. (laughs) He's a runner. So he wanted to get out of the stroller when we were standing in line. He just, you know, he didn't want to cooperate, but... It's so scary. Like the world we live in, that that's something you have to think of. I make sure he has nothing on him that has his full name if he's out in public. Like, you know, he's starting school in two weeks. His backpack only has his initials. I tell people don't buy him anything that has his name. If it's a blanket in the house, that's fine. But I even in Disney, like the magic, the Mickey ears, he does not have uh, them with his name on it. I just it's I you just never know. And with him, you know, he knows to stay with us. We talk about it all the time to him. But again, he's little, he's curious. Right. And I've seen like with the air tags now, there's like little bracelets that kind of look like magic bands now. I saw some parents putting them and I was like, well, that might be something I might think of because the next trip we go, he'll be almost four. So if it's something I have to do to make sure he's staying with us and not being able to walk around like he wants to.
1: Y'all make me think of like driving around and I see people with lots of bumper stickers. I'm like, I know your kids go to school. I know where you go to the pool. I know where you go on vacation. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. true. And my favorite, though, is when people announce like babies' births with the big signs in their front yard. I'm like, great, you've got a newborn
3: baby. Someone did that when Chase was born. My aunt did it. And I came and it was said like a little stork, and it was little at least. Mm-hmm. And I think you have really had it. But I was just like, oh God, no, yeah. like I don't <laughs> want anything. Even their birthdays, I don't put anything outside. I just, I just, yeah, I just get too nervous now. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because you didn't have to think of that
2: before. Like it was neat to have like the little, stick figure family in the back of your car. I never did it. It wasn't that cool, but everybody had them. And then you're like, oh, but that tells you that you have this many kids. And now somebody who is maybe targeting your car knows how many kids and how old they are. And I don't know, it's just, it's wild to think about.
1: I'm kind of reaching this point with Claire going into middle school where she's going to be carpooling. I think like I need to go get her, uh, her own key to the house. Like, it's just something I thought of for the first time um, and kind of get going into new territory, right, where I've got to offer her some more freedom and responsibility.
0: Your kids are pretty.
1: They're good kids.
0: Yeah. I was going to yeah, say, good. they're pretty well-rounded. You've kept them pretty straight and narrow. I think you're going to be okay.
3: Disney World reopened to guests in July 2020 and has remained open since, along with a majority of the state. Because of this, Florida became more than ever one of the most sought-out states to visit because it had the most activities and sense of normalcy to offer, all while keeping safe. Now it seems a new virus has been found in Florida, and it has been caused by a bug bite. Florida health officials are warning residents about the risks of mosquito-borne illnesses after five cases of Dengue fever were reported this month in a part of the United States where locally acquired cases are rare. Dangune is a viral infection found mostly in tropical and subtropical climates and mostly in urban or semi-urban areas. It is transmitted by female Aedes mosquitoes that have bitten a person infected with the virus. There are four dengue viruses listed by the CDC and a person can be infected with dengue for four times over their lifetime as the post-recovery immunity is type specific. A second infection with a different stereotype of the virus then the first increases the risk of severe illness. A possible fifth dengue virus has been reported, but not confirmed. If bitten by a mosquito carrying the virus, symptoms will show up within a couple of days. Normal symptoms include fever, nausea, headaches, vomiting, muscle, and joint pain. There are also more severe cases, which will result in internal bleeding shock, and organ failure. It is sometimes called breakbone fever because of the severity of the muscle spasms and joint pain it can cause. We aren't trying to scare you, but we want to make you aware.
1: I've never been bit by a mosquito at Disney World.
2: I was going to say, you don't need to worry about mosquitoes because Disney World has that taken care of.
1: They've got bats and cats and birds and, and all this stuff cutting down on the bug life. Frogs. And, and for a while, I think when... It wasn't dengue. It was something else. But they were offering bug spray in the hotel rooms. I don't know if they still do.
0: I remember that. I don't remember what it was, but I do remember that. Also, we know from our trip to Disneyland that COVID, uh, which strand I'm not sure, is back around. Stephanie and I dodged a bullet apparently because we roomed with two people from our agency that got COVID after we left Disneyland. And we were, yeah, in the same room with them and road rides with them. Shared shared beverages. Oh no! I don't know how we managed to not get it, but it was a blessing.
3: Um,
2: but it was almost like I, I feel like their strand was back to the days of Delta, which was awful, right? Um, and not like where you lose your sense of taste and smell. Mm. Like they had those symptoms again, and that was that kind of has been gone. That part, at least, you don't hear about as much anymore. So,
0: just. Uh... I did hear that there's a, whether or not this is true or not, but they're suspecting that they m- may have bad amount of cases by September. So I guess we'll be hearing about it at school. Can't wait for that. Cause Yay. we all love teaching in a mask.
2: Oh gosh. <laughs> Back to this, like five mosquitoes uh, bite though. Like there's five people with it and it's just, I don't know. I just feel like now it's, you know, one person gets something and it's like, Oh my goodness, watch out for this. Ooh, watch out for that. And, Uh, I don't want to be scared
3: anymore. (laughs) Right. I'll say the mosquitoes are so bad where I'm at. So bad. Worse than they've been. And like Chase goes outside and he is attacked. He went out tonight in pajamas, long sleeve. And I took him off as they were sweaty and he had a bug bite. And he was not even in the grass really at all. Mm. He was playing with chalk on the patio. Mm.
2: Lucy got 15 the other day from being outside on Friday at the Sitters.
0: I'm like, ooh, yikes, that hurts. I'm allergic to mosquito bites, so I do not love them. No, not fun.
1: Character meet and greets are some of the most amazing parts of visiting Disney World. Everyone wants to meet Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Goofy, and Pluto, but some of us like the unique characters like Captain Hook, Smee, the Seven Dwarves, and more. Well, recently, guests were wondering what happened to Vanellope from the Wreck-It Ralph movies. The cast members responded by saying that Vanellope has gone on to be a full-time race car driver on the internet. While that was a quick-witted response on the part of the cast member, no real world, real word, excuse me, has been given as to why Vanellope won't be visiting guests. We do know that a new Figment meet and greet will be beginning soon, so we can be excited about that. I
0: do think it's weird, though. Do they think that Vanellope, I mean, I'm speculating, of course. So you speculate with me. Do they not think Vanellope is an important
3: character to have in the parks anymore? They couldn't have moved her somewhere else. I mean, there's plenty of areas.
0: That is the one thing. And I know we haven't done a trip report and I don't want to ruin too much. But that was one of the things that Stephanie and I, well, all of us loved, is how those characters just walk through Disneyland. Yes. And you just run up to them and they will take your picture with you or do silly things with you. And
3: Pinocchio kissed all of us. And yeah. But most you see that usually though, for me, has been like when you do the Halloween or Christmas parties and you see those characters kind of walking around. But yeah, in Disney World, you really don't see it. If you see them walking around, they're walking to their spot. They're not going to stop usually to take your picture. The
0: handlers kept telling us, just follow them. If they start walking, just follow them. And so we did. We were like, adult stalkers (laughs) yep and then when they stop again you jump in for
1: your
2: picture and just do it quick I mean maybe if you're stopping for a longer time of like hey I need you to sign this and have this conversation it might be different but I mean we were like let's just get a
0: quick selfie and it was fast easy and we were passing cameras or we would all take them on one camera and then share with each other so yeah yeah So one of the people we follow for our news recently asked frequent Disney guests what items that they would recommend their guests bring on a Disney World trip. So these are the top five things that guests responded with. More money. They said that you need to save and bring more money because it's always better to have more than to wish you had more and not have it with you, of course. I think we can all understand that. I'm not sure that that's a feasible thing that we can make happen for anybody, but that's a nice thought. Number two, they said, people said more hats, sunglasses, cooling towels, fans, and water. Because obviously Florida is hot and it was very hot this year. Well, we're suffering in the Midwest. So I can't imagine what Florida is doing right now if we're suffering with 105 degree temperatures. And that's without the real feel. Um, pack your patience, which I know we've talked about a lot. I think Sarah said that before, actually. Um, it sounds silly, but you need to pack patience because if you go in with a grumpy attitude, it's going to make the situation worse. Just be happy, look around, uh, enjoy where you're at. You're at the happiest place on earth or the most magical place on earth, either way, whichever part of the country you're in. So you don't want to miss out on that. So don't let something ruin that for you. I mean, keep in mind, that's what they say.
2: Don't lose your cool. Like being hot, (laughs) right? Can very easily trigger someone. So keep that in mind when you're speaking to people that they might be lashing out on you because they're just having a moment where they're too hot and can't handle it. Exactly.
0: I do not like to be hot. So I know exactly what that feels like. (laughs) Yes. Bring more space. I thought this was funny. So even if you have two not so full suitcases on the way to your trip, that will give you lots of extra space for you on your returning trip to your house with all of the souvenirs that you can purchase. And most importantly, protect your feet. So tennis shoes are the best bet. But I know a lot of people, especially Nick, is a diehard flip-flop wearer. Um, But if you're going to wear sandals or flip-flops, you need to make sure that they're made for extended walking like Chacos. And what were those shoes that you guys were wearing stuff? Skechers. Okay. They kept saying how comfortable they were.
2: Skechers go walk light. They have a sandal now, apparently, too. But they also have, like, a boat
0: shoe. I love the boat shoe. And Gina loves the sandal. Yeah. She wore them the whole time we were there. But please... I think I've said this many times, make sure you bring at least two pairs of shoes. My son learned the hard way that when a pair gets wet, if you don't have another pair, you squishy, squishy the whole week. So he never forgot that.
2: Also, that extra pair of shoes helps if you were to get a blister. Yes. And then you could trade out your shoes so it's not rubbing in the exact same spot the following day. So it helps for that. Make
0: sure your shoes are broken.
2: <laughs> yes, definitely. And then those... The cooling towels work way better, in my opinion, than fans. Fans just recirculate that hot air and keep blowing the hot air in your face. And the cooling towel actually did something to bring my temperature down. I love the cooling towels. All right. So character meet and greets. We all know I'm obsessed with them. They are my family's most magical encounter at Disney World. Well, Mirabel from Encanto is going to be coming to Disney World and she's coming on September 15th. I can't wait. Uh, her meet and greet is going to be in a fairy tale garden. They said that you're gonna step into the garden of the um of the courtyard of the Casa Madrigal. The fairy tale garden is located in Fantasyland. It's going to replace the brave meet and greet with Merida. Encanto has been one of the most popular movies for Disney. That one did not do bad. It was incredible. We need more like that, Disney. Come on, get on it. Um, guests can't seem to get enough of Maribel, of Luisa, and of Isabella. So if you're going to be at Magic Kingdom in September or after, you have got to make sure that you stop by. I know I've had... Clients ask me, where can we see Mirabelle in the past? And it's always been a bummer that I haven't been able to give them a place to see her. But now we have it. You're going to stop by and get your photo with Mirabelle over there at Magic Kingdom. Um, and then this is exciting. Bruno's going to be joining the um, Disney Adventure Friends Cavalcade as well on September 15th.
1: I'm excited for Mayor, um, um, Mirabelle, but I'm going to miss Merida. Oh, yeah, I know. I, I don't
0: understand why... We have to get rid of one to keep another. I, um...
1: I guess there's just limited space.
0: Which again, why can't they be more like Disneyland and just <laughs>
3: walk around? Well, didn't they move Merida? I think she's like in another spot I saw. It used to be like where you could be seeing Mary Poppins near the Christmas shop. I thought I had seen that, that they had moved her there. I thought that's where Tiana was. But no, isn't Tiana in the princess hall? Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. Okay.
3: And I think it's Elena. I think they moved her there, but it's it's not as nice as it, her area was. It was built for her movie, yeah. Yeah.
0: If only we all worked at Disney.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Imagineer Zach Ridley has been promoted from his role as portfolio, portfolio executive, new experience development, to a newly created position of global creative strategy executive. Zach is a most well-known to Disney fans for his role as project executive on the Epcot transformation where he led the creative vision and oversaw the efforts to deliver new attractions and experiences. During his time on the Epcot transformation, Zach was the public face of Walt Disney Imagineering and provided frequent updates on the new additions via social media. Prior to his six years on the Epcot project, Zach was portfolio executive, Walt Disney World, leading WDI across the resort.
0: So I like Zach
3: Gridley, but... He needs to be a faster project manager. <laughs> well, at least they're showing the Moana experience. I Like, I think, what, this week to cast members, finally?
0: Yes. I'm hoping when we're there in October, it's going to be there to
3: see. That place has just been a construction zone since, I want to say, almost end of 2019. Because I was there like in August of 2019, and it was still how it used to be. Came back in November, and it was all dug up. It was wall
0: that's Matt's name for
3: it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Come in, there's a wall. There's a wall. Oh god. Made it really easy getting across too, to the other areas.
1: Yeah, Epcot's been rough. Um, so I have some exciting news for Disneyland. Disney has announced that Tiana's Palace, a new quick service restaurant, will be replacing the former French market restaurant, and it will open on September seventh this year. Inside Tiana's palace, you'll be surrounded by the colors of Mardi Gras as you sit at yellow tables with warm vanilla-colored chairs with green seats, all in the shade of yellow and green umbrellas. Below the lit marquee that reads Tiana's palace, hanging above a metallic gold balcony is an emerald green wrought iron railing and awnings dyed in yellow and green, reminiscent of Tiana's formal ball gown. Guests can expect a menu capturing the essence of New Orleans with some ingredients sourced from Louisiana and the convenience of mobile ordering through the Disneyland app. And the opening will also mark the return of the Mint Julep Bar.
0: Wow. Ooh, a Mint Julep Bar. That's exciting. That's where all that construction was that we had to keep passing Stephanie. And now it's going to be open. (laughs) Our favorite bathroom. Yeah. Matt is going to have to investigate this in big way because he's going to be there after it opens.
2: Okay. By the way, it wasn't the favorite bathroom because of how cute it was because it wasn't the Alice in Wonderland bathroom was the cutest bathroom. Um, But it was the favorite bathroom because it was the most convenient. Like we, we seemed to always need to go to the bathroom while we were over there. And it was All that was available, so we visited that one a lot.
0: Yeah, around the walls.
2: There was quite a bit going on over there. I wonder, are they going to put the beignets back in that area? I hope so. It would make sense. I
0: thought they were going to be in a restaurant, so that would make sense. I hope they bring
3: this to Disney World.
0: Right? Oh, yeah. Well, we at least need the beignets. I'm sorry.
3: I've never had one, and the only way I know I can get is, uh, was it French porter? Port Orleans French Quarter, but because they have the gluten-free ones. I have to be gluten-free. Oh. So I've already told my husband next trip. I will make even by myself, I will make the track over. (laughs) They're way better at Port Orleans than they were at
2: Disneyland, just saying. Um Disneyland didn't even have the like the syrup dips and everything. So definitely way better over at fort orleans and you can just go to the little bar right there and get yourself a hurricane as well and that's really good too (laughs) put those kids to bed and go get both of those (laughs)
3: Yeah, if they bring that to like disney world it would make sense now that you know splash mountain is becoming tiana and there's nothing else over there for her was that just our rumor that they were going to do that i think with pico's bill that was the rumor they were going to replace that oh really
0: That is going to cause an uproar. Yeah,
3: because
2: that's a popular one. I thought they were just going to add a beignet stand over there.
0: They need to do something. What is the little stand that's over, like, so if you're facing what used to be Splash Mountain, to the left, there's some kind of food. They could put it right there. There's some kind of little food kiosk thing, building. I don't know what it is. I've never eaten anything there, but I've seen people waiting in line for food.
3: It just makes sense. Just to give more in that area, because you know, like Splash Mountain fit perfectly over there, the theming of it. So now to kind of throw Tiana in there but have nothing to like match it. Right. They need to have mint juleps and beignets. And they know how much we like, like those. But like,
2: people love their Mickey shaped beignets. So give us, give the people what they
0: want. Yeah. You want to know what to buy for, where what to sell us? There you go. Now you know. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I just want to give a shout out to all of our listeners. We really do appreciate you. And we love being able to celebrate the magic with you every week.
2: Thanks for joining us. And if you could please go on Apple or Podbean, give us a rating or comment. It would mean a lot to us. We love hearing from our listeners. So be sure to let us know what you'd like to hear more about. We're always reshaping our show to cater to your needs.
3: If you are interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or comment, just text us at 636-373-4497. You can check us out on our social media account, The Mousecapades Podcast on Facebook. If you would like a free quote, contact Vicki, Stephanie, or me, Samantha, at 636-373-4497.
1: Be sure to listen to Friday's show. Vicki, Gina, and Matt will be talking about their favorite lands and tell us why they are their favorite. And as always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades and More podcast.
0: And don't worry, Sarah. I know your favorite land. I will mention it for you. <laughs>
1: Thank you. <laughs> can I add my favorite land?
0: <laughs> <laughs> we know. We know it. Your I favorite. can hear
1: the drums right now. <laughs>
0: Well, I think it's about that time, Disney love. It's a small world after all. May all your dreams come true.
2: Have a magical day, my friends.